Okay, so uh, again, continuing in Bulgavi, so on page Chavdala, Peace Chavzayin, I believe that's what we're up to. So what the, uh, the Mechaber is trying to figure out over here is, again, basically step one. Like, what exactly does Kirvas Hashem mean? Again, once we established, uh, again, that's the Tachlis. So what exactly does Kirvas Hashem mean, closest to Hashem? And so he's trying to define even the term, like to be co- close to Hashem, Kilu. So the, the, when you think of close, it means you usually associate that with, with physical space, right? That there's somewhere that you have to be, some person or something that you want to be close to, so you have to go to it. But, but that doesn't apply to the Rebbe Shalom because Hashem is everywhere. So clearly the word kirva in that context is not going to make any sense. So now he moves on to maybe other definitions, other ways the word karov is used, and to see maybe if that applies to... Uh, to us in the Rabbani Shalom. So on Pizchav Zion, so he says like this, Adav HaShabar Lanami Kolonah. What we know so far is, is what it's not. Shekiras Hashem, closeness to Hashem, he inena kirva mebechines makam. It's clearly not like a spatial thing of coming close to Hashem in terms of space. Now, even though there, there is obviously an, an idea of makayimus taktayishim, of holy places. And so we'll have to sort of go back to that once we define what, where, you know, kirvas Hashem, so then, Let's look what, so what's, hap, what's actually happening when you go to a holy place? But to say that that's where Hashem is and that's where I have to go to find Him, that's incorrect. And the Zayar says, like he started, that there is no place that's empty of Hashem. So again, so Kirvus Hashem is not going to be a pla- an Indian of place. It has to be more of a, of a deeper, more inner type of Hiskarvus. Uh, so now let's investigate a little bit more what the word karev can mean in this world. And from there, maybe we'll try to, to get a little bit of a deeper understanding and apply it to the Rabbani Shalom. So let's give an example. Adam guy sitting at home. He's talking on the phone. So, and and while he's he's talking on the phone, Nichnas a friend comes in. Balabas uh, and and the person on the phone, the Balabas, motions to his friend, to his guest. just wait a second. until he's finished the conversation on the phone. Okay, these things happen all the time. After he's finished the sicha, the conversation on the phone, who was not so fun of Alkach, so he sort of apologizes. Ad Asher Nispanelov, he apologizes to his guests that, you know, I'm sorry to make you wait until, until I was done. But was not selling, he explains, she was karv He was talking to a karv. He was talking to uh, a relative, a karv with him on the on the phone. and the guest uh, asked a question. Miu who was the uh, who, who was the person that the, who was the karv that you were talking to? where does he live? So the person responds, Shishmay Plani Plani. This is his name, such and such vugar b'chutzlaret. Again, yeah, he's he's writing from the perspective of Eretz Yisrael. The guest, the the, the carve that I'm talking to on the phone is in chutzlaret. So Tom Harich So the guest uh, has a big question. He says, If the person you're talking to is in chutzlaret, Kaitzan Martu should carve shalacha. So what does it mean he's a carve? What does mean carve? Carve means close. How can he be close if he's uh, thousands of miles away? So Shiva Balabas. So the Balabas answers like. The guy landed from Mars. So he says, When I say he's a karv, again in Hebrew, the word karv, I don't mean that he's physically close to me, he's thousands of miles away. He's, he's my karv, he's my relative. We're close in terms of familiar, familial relationships. He's my cousin, whatever. In other words, what you see from the story is an obvious point 
that in this world, yesh beis mini kirva, there's two types of karivs, right? Aleph kirva mechines makam. One is a closeness which is based on space. Beis kirva mishpachis. And then there's another type of karv which is based on family connections. Av, ben, father, son, died, uncle, ben died, cousin. Hakirv hazoy shal ben died, the closeness of a cousin and so on, family. Has absolutely nothing to do with, with space, right? If they're related, so then they have a connection based on based on uh, the genetics. That's how it is. And they have an inner bond, unrelated to where they live. And then the word karev over there is relating to a, a you know a relationship that's much deeper than space. It's a relationship which is based on where you come from, right? That they both come from ultimately the same couple or whatever. Yachas shel shayrish, a relationship based on the root of, of their origin. And since in their root, they're one, they come from the same couple, ultimately a couple generations, whatever. So that results in a bond, in a hiskarvas between them, even if they're found thousands of miles away. So again, it's an obvious point. There's two types of Kirvas in this world, kirva b'makam, closeness in place, and kirva b'nefesh, and closeness in in soul and in nefesh. Akedai hiskashus nafshes to the point of where the two souls can mamish feel a connection, despite the fact that they're thousands of miles away. Okay, vine la'achar shabar lanu. Now that we've just seen shavagdaras kirva b'elam hazeh, that to classify and to really define closeness in this world, yesh beis havchanes. There are two there are two ways to do this. Again, one is Havchanas Kirvas Makim, one is based on space, and Beis Kirva Mishpachis, and one is based on family. Hamalida Kirva Nafshis Viskashis, which results in a, in a bond between the two people. So now let's go back to the Rabbanish Shalom and see if any one of these two things apply to Kirvas Hashem. First of all, let's see if these two things are connected with each other. So that's bar hadavar. That's that's clearly not 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 the case. Shekirvas makim, einenem achricha kirvas mishpach. obviously being close in place does not result in being related to the person. The kirvas mishpachis and being related to the person einenem achricha kirvas makim doesn't demand to be close in place. Two different. That's obvious. Two different things. You could be standing next to another person. It's somebody of mamish, mamish leaning on a back to back. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's any blood relation, obviously, and even any uh, sense of connection at all. It could be even more than that. It could be sometimes being close in proximity to, to a person or something. It could actually cause distance, right? Sometimes there's such a thing that there's a person that you know. There's certain things about his personality, maybe that 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 uh, are not a shidduch, and so then, in order to really keep the the friendship on whatever level is possible, it demands to have some distance, right? There's such a thing, like the Gemara. I mean, even even I mean, even with parents and children, even halacha sometimes is like this. There's a Gemara in Kedushin talks about this, where one of the Amiroyim, his mother was elderly and clearly very difficult. And in order to make sure that he would honor the mitzvah, the, keep the mitzvah, keep it in properly, he had to distance himself from his mother to make sure that his mother was set up and taken care of. But he couldn't be the one to be involved day to day because he knew that it would, uh, it would cause, you know, because of the situation, it would cause uh, difficulty. So sometimes closeness is not 
what you want in terms of creating a relationship. Sometimes it has to be from a distance. Sometimes two people, they just, they just think so differently. Uh, and it will cause conflict between them if they're close. I mean, that's a simple shot with Avram and Light, right? Avram says to Light, you're my brother. You mamish my brother. Go that way, I'll go this way. <laughs> so the answer is on a very simple level. I mean, yeah, we're very close, and I want to make sure that we feel the same closeness, and I'm seeing that if we remain physically in the same place, well, our differences are going to become so pronounced, it's going to ruin the relationship we already have. So it's better to just separate, and whatever level of connection we can have, we'll maintain that by having a couple hundred miles between us. That, that's, that's, uh, that's what Avraham Avinu is saying to us. So there's such a thing. Be'nadam l'chaver is also like that. I mean, that's a big klal, by the way. Be'nadam l'chaver, right? Not always is the, you know, the, we, we, you know some, like as kids, like when you're a little kid, so, like, friendship means, like, how, how often you hang out, you know? You like purple lollipops, I like purple lollipops. We're best friends. And if we don't hang out together, eating purple lollipops means we're not friends anymore. So as we get older, uh, you know, we don't, we don't think of ourselves as carrying that, those immature hasagas, but sometimes we do. That in order to be close to someone, it demands that I'm constantly reaching out to them, and they're reaching out to me, and there's constant interaction and talking even sometimes very unhealthy enmeshment between people. And that's not always good, not, not good for the, each person. And sometimes it's not good for what they want, which is an actual relationship and friendship because people are different. And sometimes the, 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 the more interaction you have with someone, the more those differences become pronounced and it actually causes a divide. So even though this sounds like a very simplistic point, obviously connection in place, in, in, in space, has nothing to do with connection in terms of, you know, relationship, it's, it's, it's a very important point to keep in mind that very often it's the inverse, that if you want to keep a healthy relationship with some people, it has to be with distance. That's um, just b'chlal, it's a good klal to remember. So, v'chein l'hepuch, again, we're on page chafei, two, four, about six lines from the top. So again, he's describing types of kirvas, types of closeness. The chayn lepech, the same thing as the opposite. Kirva mishpachis, obviously, uh, relationships with families, you know, being related. Hamilida kirva which should result, hopefully, in uh, some, some sense of, of, of feeling connected to the person. Or even if it's not blood relatives, stam, someone that you have a sense of hiskarvus with. Obviously, it has nothing to do with being in the same place. Like the example before, the guy's on the telephone with a friend and a, or a close relative in Chutzlarts. They're, they're thousands of miles away, but they're still connected. Sometimes, a person that's very, that the closest to you, uh, a father, a benai, a child, or you did a very, very good friend, is in a great distance. So there's such a thing. And that's why, you know, by the way, I mean, by big tzaddikim, even after a person passes to the next world of 120, that by, by, by the tzaddikim, that's also just uh, a little bit more distance. Okay, so, you know, so, so you're not physically in the same neighborhood. Okay, so, but, but the haskarv is nafshis, but the fact that, that they're still related and they still have this bond, nothing has been changed, ultimately. Why do we go to the car? That's a good question. It's the same reason we're going to have to figure out why do you go to Mekai uh, Mesek There is There is something, you know, just to the side when it comes to a kever. On a very simple level, there is there, uh, the, most, the, the most simple reason why you would go to a kever is really for you. That there's a certain feeling within the, within the visitor, you know, of a sense of 
closeness or sort of a reminding of what that relationship was like, what that person was like, that's triggered by going to a kever. A little bit deeper than that, there is such a thing that wherever the body is, where the body's buried, even after, you know, hakol shavu offer, but whatever, whatever, wherever the body is buried, there is a certain level of nefesh that's going to be connected to that place. And so by going to such a place, there's an intensification of that, of that connection. No different than people that are close. I mean, if you have two good friends, like this, this example with the telephone call, if the guy from Chutzlars makes a visit to Eretz Yisrael or vice versa, and they actually then see each other face to face, so that, that's not what was causing the relationship to begin with, but there's certainly like, you know, to see someone, it, it certainly uh, brings it out, huh? Same with going to a lifetime. Exactly. You go to a lifetime, there's also, it's like, you know the person is, you read his far, but like, when you see there's a certain eskashas there. So there is a certain intensification of that eskashas when you go to these places, but it doesn't define the, the, the connection. The connection between a person and, and a relative that was nifter is 100% solid 24 hours a day, seven days a week. When you go to certain places, it becomes intensified just because, you know, it is like, you know, you, you, you know, you're visiting the person. So, but it doesn't, that, that was not the cause for the bond. It just maybe enhances it, you know, in the people's minds. So, again, um, yeah. So, again, summing it up, closeness in place does not necessarily result in a closeness within the nefesh. The kirvah and closeness in the nefesh, and in a mechurich hakal, kirvah zomakim does not demand closeness in place. Again, it's obvious. Vinei yeshchilak ben kirvah zomakim lekirvah nashes. Now, let's go a little bit more. There is also a difference between things that are connected, that are close in space, versus close in uh, in the nefesh. Kirvah zomakim, when it comes to place, the shashanu oimrim shukarov. When we say it's close, you know, there's like you're next, you know, you're next to the chair, next to the table. So that's that's a real closeness. It's a physical closeness right now. However, when it comes to uh, an emotion, you know, a relationship, a family, you're related, and so on. So even though it's true that there is a connection twenty four seven, like I said, between uh, parent and child, brother and sister, and so on. But you don't necessarily see it every single second. So in other words, when you're talking about physical things that are close, it's obvious. I mean, it's, 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 it's a revealed closeness at any moment. The fact that I'm, that I'm sitting next to this table, it, it's out in the open. But the fact that a person, has, a person has a brother, a person has a sister, and that relationship that he has with the brother and sister is not out in the open. Not only, it's not out in the open to other people, and even within the person, it's not necessarily always uh, activated. It's there, it's always there technically, but it's never, not always activated. Who are this that the person loves his friend or his relative? Fakasha the mind is very connected with the person. Ulam Kasha Zeb, but that connection, Aina Bigiloi bin Nefesh it's not always being triggered every single second, right? Eliyashmanim, there's different times by a simcha or whatever when you meet the person. where that relationship comes to the forefront. Simcha, right? Let's say by simcha, or when there's a tragedy in the family, and then the, the, the person, uh, then uh, that relationship comes to the forefront, and the person now has a bond with that, uh, with that family member, with that, with that car, with that friend. So let's just, it's already late, so let's just one little line. Now that we've classified and really defined the two types of closeness in this world, again, number one, closeness in space, which has a chasarin on the one hand, 
that is more superficial, because it's not like I'm actually connected to the table, right? That, that, I'm, that, I'm, that I'm close to. So on the one hand, it's deficient, because it's only superficial. On the other hand, it's always out in the open, right? It can, it's, not like, it's not like a dormant relationship, and then sometimes becomes revealed. Like, I'm close to the table, you know what I'm saying? And then the flip side, you have a relationship amongst people, you know, friends or, or relatives, where on the one hand, there's a chasarin that, uh, that, uh, that, what should we call it, that it's not out in the open always, it has to be, it's hidden, it has to be triggered. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, when it is triggered, or even when it's not triggered, when it's inside, it's, it's much more pneumatic, it's much more real, it's, it, it transcends time, it transcends space. That's what karav means. So as Hashem, tomorrow we'll see if any of these types of qualities have anything to do with Kirvas Hashem. We'll have to see, maybe Kirvas Hashem has a new definition of karav. Okay, we'll get to that. Shkav. Thank you.